What's up, what's up? This is the Chopper T Podcast. I'm your boy, Sko. And to the far left of me, we got Tundra. We've been waiting to get you on. Hey, y'all said y'all needed permission. <laughs> we did. <laughs> <laughs> How you been feeling, though? How you been doing? Good. Everything is great on my end. That's good. I can't help but notice that ring on your finger. <laughs> you know. How you feeling? You excited? I'm excited. Really you, excited. You ready? You ready for it? I'm ready. I'm, I'm scared, man. I'm scared. scared. Yeah, when it comes to marriage and shit. I want to marry my girl, but I get scared. I, get, I be thinking about, like, I guess I be thinking too far into the future. I be thinking, like, what if we get married, be married for, like, 10 years, then we get a divorce. Then all this shit mean nothing. I mean, that's okay. It's it would okay. mean something mm-hmm. at the end of the day because it's experience. Mm-hmm. Experience love. You got to experience love with someone you thought you saw forever with. People yeah. grow. People change. Yeah. Things happen. And that's what it's about. It's all about elevating together, growing together. And uh, sometimes I just I, I try not to think about the negative shit. It's just, I guess it's just like my mind may, may, I always think about what can go wrong and shit. Instead of just the positive shit. You're going to have to step out of it. Yeah. Because I always say, what can go wrong? You ain't going to never get married. Yeah, yeah. Because the possibility is like, y'all can get in this thing and then tomorrow somebody change. So y'all dealing with the trauma and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of mm-hmm. course, that it takes to get back on the same plane. Yeah. I'll be thinking of ways like, how could I... How could I maintain it just making her feel secure and shit? Like by being there. By being there. And doing the things she like. Cause honestly, a mm-hmm. real woman. I gotta put real woman on mm-hmm. there because you know, it's some little girls out here, it's some yeah. people that wanna jump in the um things society say yeah. is right. Yeah. But that ain't what's real. But a real woman if you're gi- as long as you're giving her mm-hmm. what she needs, she gonna take it and make it better. Yeah, I seen some shit on TikTok. This dude was talking about how his divorce happened because of him because he's he was a quote unquote beta male. He said he was just throwing money to fix problems, but in my head, I'm like, you providing like, ain't that what a man's supposed to do like? You're supposed to provide, but mm-hmm. you also got to be mentally and emotionally there. Mm-hmm. If you're not mentally and emotionally there, then what else going to sustain you? Because, like, I'd rather be with somebody in struggle than to be with somebody that can throw money at my problems. So the, mo- the money don't matter to you? Not, it does, but uh-huh. not. it's not what, let me see how to put this. It's not what. It's not the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So money matters because we got to live, we got to survive, and we don't just want to be struggling every day or whatever. Right. But at the end of the day, if the love is there, mm-hmm. we can figure out the money part. So mentally, physically, and emotionally. Yep. All right, got you, got you. So what what should a woman provide for the man? Like if he giving all that, what should, what should she provide for him? The same. The same. She got to be there mentally, physically. And let's be real. Men don't always say what's wrong with them, mm-hmm. so you got to pay close attention. Like, when your man coming in and he a little off, you mm-hmm. got to take notice of that. Be like, what's wrong with you? Of course he going to be like, ain't nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. But still take note and be like, okay, you say ain't nothing wrong, but I'm going to make you feel special. Yeah. Go the extra mile. I know a guy that said he wanted a maid for a woman. What you think about that? 
then I ain't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> no nigga sir. just wants you to be a robot, huh? I mean, That's what it sounds like he wanted. I mean, if you paying all the bills uh-huh. and I get to go spend your money how I want to, now you'll be that robot. Cook, I ain't gonna be no robot. Oh, but okay, I'm okay. Cook and clean uh-huh. and make sure the house is taken care of. Uh-huh. But when I'm ready to spend your money and do what I want to do, you don't need to say nothing because mm. you wanted to make. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's wild for him to say that. Yeah, it is like <laughs> nah, that's not really how it works. Like it's a give and take situation. Yeah. I be thinking, um Damn, I don't even know. We'll keep rolling, but um <laughs> But um what uh what expectation do you have, like, when it comes to your relationships for your man? Expectations. that's a big one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I what I expect, I just expect somebody that can provide, yeah. that can be there for me when I need them to be for me, that, like, when I'm not 100% me, like, they can cover me. Right. Like, they take charge, and, like, I'm not expecting them to do something for me that I'm not willing to do for myself. Right, right, right. So I just, I feel like I have basic expectations. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times my dude exceeds those expectations because yeah. I expect very little for people because we all are human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a hell of a nigga, I know him. He strikes. <laughs> <laughs> my expectations is for my partner just to, to allow us, like, a, a safe line of a communication. Like, don't take don't take what I tell you. Like, if I if I admit my insecurity to my woman, like I don't want her to take that and use it against me, yeah. or gaslight me, or manip- manip- manipulate me in certain situations. If somebody do that thing for you, yeah, but no. we see it all the time. We see it all the time, but I don't like that because it because to me that mm-hmm. seems like you're taking advantage of a person. Yeah. To me personally, that's just borderline is nah I ain't gonna go there cause they'll cut my head off again. Mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much you're taking advantage of their person. Mm. Like you're you're kinda not giving them free will. Right. Because you're playing on their insecurities. Of course people gonna do what's not natural to them in order to protect their insecurities. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Do you think uh do you think society view women as submissive women as weak women these days? Definitely. I think it's I think it's uh I think it's strength for a woman to it be it shows a sign of strength for a woman to be submissive to a man. In order to be submissive to a man, you gotta die to yourself. Yeah. Like that's not easy. Like it's daily, okay, they say you're supposed to do this. You thinking like I really wanna do this, but mm-hmm. Since you lead in the household, I'm going to step back and let you do you. Yeah. But if what you say don't work, I'm going to have a backup plan for us. Right. But it's still, you got to not go with your first thought. Right. You got to let that man let him be lead. in control. Let him lead and you enhance it. That's what I always thought. Like, if a man, if you got a leader and you bring, if you're a leader in your relationship and you bring, it, you bring the decision to your woman, she just enhance those decisions. That is very true. But these days and times, women think, that they're supposed to be in control of a man. Oh, yeah. The man's supposed to provide for them and supposed to do X, Y, Z for them. 
But at the end of the day, the man can't tell them what to do. Yeah, a lot of women they ain't looking for a man; they're looking for a sponsor. That is true. That, that's what's going on. They uh, that's just another form of prostitution. Yeah, so, <laughs> so social media got people head fucked up. Like, really, it's just like they own that shit all day, and they see people on there capping about this and that, and how they how this how she didn't broke this man, how she didn't broke that man. That's what motherfuckers be really. They and want I a sponsor. See you the ones that's being sponsored are not truly happy because mm-hmm. like, how can you be happy drop, jumping from nigga to nigga? That ain't that ain't the true validation that they want. Nope. Yeah, they they never gonna get it. But if you look at a lot of these women that do this, they ain't how they did it in their life. They got a lot to do with it. I, <laughs> I always say that people hate to hear that though. It's just when when it comes to certain situations, just individuals, period, men and women, it all goes back to the dad being in the life, being in their life. Yep. See, me personally, I am I'm not the type that. I'm not going for anything, but I'm also realistic about things. Mm-hmm. Cause like my daddy, he took me on date. Right. He, so you yeah. used to that. Yeah. So if a dude wants to be in my life, yeah, you got to date me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not out here telling you to take me to my favorite restaurant. Right. Because my daddy took me to my favorite restaurant. Right. But I'm not out here going to make you take me to my favorite restaurants because that's what I'm accustomed to. Now I realize that not everybody is financially where my daddy is. Right. So, like, I'm going to let you take me where you want to take me, but you're not going to be talking to me without mm-hmm. dating me. Mm-hmm. Coming, coming from a two-parent home, because you come from a two-parent home mm-hmm. just like me, sometimes it bite me in the ass because I be expecting to, like, be that way. With my with my woman, mm-hmm. and she just don't she don't understand it because she don't come from a two parent home, so mm-hmm. th- that's where the disconnect comes comes in sometimes. So with me personally, mm-hmm. like I come from a two parent home, but I also spent a lot of time in a one parent home because mm-hmm. I had aunties and cousins that kept me that were only one parent, so mm-hmm. I kind of saw you seen both worlds. I seen both worlds, so like I. I realized that, okay, what I'm accustomed to, like, mm-hmm. somebody coming from a dis- different household from mm-hmm. me, you're not going to be accustomed with. So I'm the type of person that, um, like, I get that you're not the same as me. Yeah. So I kind of maneuver in the way that you're used to. And then once you get used to me, I kind of introduce you into my way. Mm-hmm. I get you. How you, um, how you deal with your man checking you about some shit sometimes? Because you come from a two-parent home. <laughs> I always feel my theory is a women that come from a two-parent home, they deal with that better than, a, than a woman that come from a single-parent home. They do. Because you, you, you automatically understand that energy when a man giving it mm-hmm. to you. So long as he ch- when he's checking me, he makes sure he checks his home, I'm cool with Yeah. But so it's the deliverance. Deliverance. Okay, okay. But if it's tone up there and it seems like he yelling at me, I'm just like, oh, nah, because I cannot stand for nobody, nobody, mm-hmm. not my mom, my dad, nobody to yell at mm-hmm. me. And so, like, I'm just like, it just makes me emotional. Like, yeah. why are you yelling at me? You could have yeah. said this to me and I would have got it. Right. And sometimes people yelling at me makes me shut down. Yeah, yeah, me too. I don't receive that well from nobody. Because. Is what what we doing? You you trying to you being confrontational? Or we just talking. So right. I I get what you saying. I get what you saying. I don't saying. like the confrontational situation yeah. at all yeah. with yeah. nobody. <laughs> <laughs> this relationship shit ain't easy though. Love people, people people think love is like a fairy tale. People think people think love is a fairy tale. It ain't it ain't this shit ain't easy. It's not it's yeah. not a fairy tale at all because. 
in reality, love consists of you giving to another person rather than just taking. Yeah. Love consists of you maneuvering and thinking about that person and their feelings constantly. Yeah. Like, with love, you can't just be out here doing what you want to do and be like, oh, well, they can accept it or they can't. Yeah. Nah, that ain't how it works. If you truly love somebody, you're going to take their feelings into regards mm-hmm. with whatever you do. That's one of my, uh, the hardest things for me, because I'm so, like, nonchalant and just laid back and, like, go with the flow type of guy. I'm not as thoughtful sometimes, because I automatically feel like, I don't be tripping on shit. Like, why would you trip on shit? Like, I ain't tripping because I didn't go to, uh, I ain't tripping because you went to Walmart and didn't give me nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't I ain't tripping on shit like that, but that's what I had to deal with. If I go to Walmart, I don't give my girl nothing. She like, you got yourself something, you don't give me nothing. I'm like, see, they're right there. If she go to Walmart and don't get you nothing, then, like, you can't trip when he go to Walmart and don't get you nothing. Yeah. It's like. But she thoughtful, though. I'm I'm just, it don't I be. I was going to say. Yeah, it, it just don't be. Um, yeah. She go to Walmart and think of you and yeah. get you something. Now you're going to have to reciprocate. Yeah. But also it takes time to get there. Mm-hmm. Because when I re- initially got in my relationship, I would go places and get um, my fiancé stuff, but yeah. he didn't think the same of me. Mm-hmm. But now, um, when he goes to the store, he'll bring me home my favorite kid. Yeah. That time of the month, he know what my snacks is, yeah, so he'll bring me my, my snacks. That's what I've just, been having to learn. Because I'm, like, I'm so big on saving money and shit right now, so I'm like... Hey man, I ain't finna go spend some spend no money just because you're on your period. You've been dealing with this shit since you was fucking 10, 11, 12. <laughs> That's just my thought process. You know what I'm saying? Which it's fucked up. It's fucked up. But I'm learning though. Like when I see she she in the, you know, the especially them first couple of days, mm-hmm. she on her cycle, like I, I gotta go get her something nice. Some shit. She, you know, some chocolate or I some shit like say, that. It ain't even gotta be nice. You can spend four dollars. Yeah. In the yeah. world. Yeah. What is four dollars like? Yeah. <laughs> but that's been one of the and, hardest. And hardest. y'all say we've been dealing with it for all our lives. Like each it, time, it, it get worse, like, don't it? It it don't. So it depends on your body because mm. if you had different conditions going on, it get worse. Mm. But if you're completely healthy, it's just like it's just like the first time all over again. Yeah. Like it ain't no way you can get used to that pain because mm-hmm. gotta remember you got three weeks out of the month that you're not dealing with nothing, mm-hmm. no pains, mm-hmm. no nothing. But all of a sudden, this one week, you feel everything. Mm-hmm. Your back hurting. Your, sometimes, if it's bad enough, your chest hurts. Yeah. Your stomach hurts. Yeah. Your legs hurt. Some shit we'll never understand. Exactly. Yeah, so it's, yeah, I get it. And depending on how healthy you are, sometimes it can feel like you're having a baby. Damn. Yeah. So glad I'm not a woman. I leave that shit to y'all. <laughs> for real, for real. But, yeah, that's been one of the hardest things in my relationship. And just maintaining balance. Mm-hmm. You know, that shit, that shit get rough time. Get rough sometimes trying to, like, balance this, then balance work, then, you know, cater to her needs and her wants. Like, what's what's been one of the hardest things you had to deal with in your relationship? Ooh. The hardest thing I had to deal with my mm. relationship. Mm. I would say, okay, so, disclaimer. Mm. It was the time that I was going through a lot, so I wasn't emotionally connected di- and mentally yeah. there because, like, my mom was dealing with mm. uh, a brain disease. My mm. grandma was dying of cancer. So, um, like, we stayed on the outs because I was always sad in a sense. Yeah. 
And my niggas started entertaining other females. That wasn't my problem now. The problem was these females were messy. Right. Like, right. entertaining other females, uh, I'm not really there. I get it as yeah. long as you ain't having relations with these females. Yeah, because you understood what you was going through mentally at the time. You exactly. weren't mentally there. As long as you weren't having relation, relations with these females, mm. I'm like, uh, like, you wrong, but I ain't got time to deal with you. Mm. But the messiness that the females brought, that was more so my issue. Yeah. This this relationship, they go back to me saying this shit ain't easy. Like, that's, that's when that unconditional love come mm-hmm. in. Because people don't talk about you dealing with a whole another uh, individual. Yep. Like, this person going to go through things in their life. Like you said, your mama got sick and all these other things. Mm-hmm. That's And that's how you see if a person really rocking with you. They stay through the midst mm-hmm. of all that. Yeah, but that's what's the hardest you have to deal with? With me in the relationship I, I'm in now, it was when the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and uh, my girl just started just going through like things with her anxiety, her mental mental health. I had never de- dealt with that with somebody I was close to because, you know, black people, we don't. Talk about we 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 internalize everything, you know. But she was like freaking out about stuff, and I just I didn't understand it. It was some shit I had never seen. I had to deal with, so it was it was hard. Like I wanted to leave it one time. I really wanted to leave because it's like I don't, I didn't think I could deal with it. It was stressful, even though I was working in a psych hospital at the time. But I didn't I don't know these people. I don't have to deal with them. I yeah. come in for twelve hours and I leave. Like I was dealing with that every day. I'm talking about like she realized freaking out about shit. I'm having to come in, take off all my clothes before I come in the room, get in the shower. Like she realized freaking out about shit. It can it can be one thing and just trigger her. That shit was tough. It was super tough. You stuck with her through that. Look at you ready for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I always thought I was I always thought I can be a good husband because of the uh, tone my daddy said. Mm-hmm. It's just, like we were talking about off camera, sometimes I just focus on being perfect. You know what I'm saying? I don't want, I don't want my my wife to have to endure some stuff my mom had to endure with my dad because, you know, he was, he, hear me, he was going through things and stuff like that, and she had to deal with certain things. But I don't want to do that for my, I want my, I, I want my wife to, like, just being married to bliss the whole time. I guess this is like my little fairy tale, my little fantasy. That's impossible. Yeah, it is. It is. And, but the fact that you're mindful of what mm-hmm. your mama went through, you're mm-hmm. not going to put your wife through the same trauma. No. Like, y'all going to go through some things, but it might not be as bad right. as whatever your parents went right. through. Right. So, they're right there. Give yourself credit for that. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm the type of guy, I believe in marriage. Yeah. I feel like marriage is uh, it's important for the black community. It's important that that's why I'm so happy for y'all. I'm like, because y'all showing the black community that it still exists. Because in the, on the internet, all we doing is goddamn, oh, she ain't shit, he ain't shit. You know, but in the real world, motherfuckers still getting married. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, yeah. And <laughs> I'm an advocate for, for black marriage. Yeah. It's, it's good for the black community. I believe in marriage. But you want to know what I didn't believe in? What's that? The boyfriend-girlfriend dynamic. Yeah, what what, what you never, mean by that? I never wanted to be nobody's girlfriend. I wanted to date people. Mm-hmm. And then, like, my favorite person proposed and we get married from that. Like, I never wanted to be nobody's girlfriend because I just feel like, what is a boyfriend and girlfriend? It's, it's, it's nothing. I, well. Exactly. 
Well, if you living together, it's a, it's a little different. It's a little different. Yeah. But still. Because we like, depending on each other. We're living together. We're depending on each other. Mm-hmm. But still, we have not made that commitment. Like, if you go and cheat on me, yeah, I could be upset with you because we connected mm-hmm. financially. But at the same time, you ain't made you ain't made no commitment to me or God. Yeah. So it's different. Like it it means something to people, some mm-hmm. people, but like it really don't mean nothing. That's it's a, superficial. That's an interesting pr- perspective coming from a woman. I ain't never heard no woman say that. Mm-mm. But all the reason I ended up with a boyfriend is because people was like, "You're being unrealist. I wish I had just." Just kept dating, so you wouldn't have went through some of the shit you went through. Right. I feel you. That's an interesting perspective, though. Because I'm just like, if we was just dating, like, none of this stuff would have, well, the messiness would have mattered. Yeah. That's that's just going to come with it. Yeah. That's going to come with it. None of this stuff would have mattered. Like, people wouldn't even look so. Because a lot of it was, I feel like, was outside people looking in. Mm -hmm. Like, more outside people have more to say about it than I have to yeah, say about it. Yeah. <laughs> then sometimes be you might you might talk to somebody about some shit, you know, that you thought was gonna stay between y'all. I don't too much do that. Yeah. So with me, how I end up talking to people mm. is they bring stuff to me. Mm. As far as me taking stuff to people, rarely ever. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Me neither. I, I'm I'm pretty much like I keep everything. I got one person I talk to. But I know they self-aware about what they're going to say to me, too, because mm-hmm. they know I um, I really take what they say. You know, I take it personally. Like, I'm going to listen to them. You know what I'm saying? So The only person I feel free to go talk to stuff about is Terrio. And that's because I know he ain't been about That's who I was talking about. He ain't been in nobody's side. Hell, and nah. He gonna say, if Padrell in the wrong, he going to say Padrell in the wrong. If I'm in the wrong, he going to yeah, say I'm in the wrong. He going like, to keep it all the way one. It's been plenty of times. I, it was plenty of times when I was going through that shit with my girl. I'm like, I don't know, bro. He was like, I'm going to tough it out. You know what I'm saying? And the other friend, because I, I think he was damn near single at that time. And the other friend, they would be like, shit, you going to be single with me, bro. We're going to thug it out, you know? One time, um, Terry, you talk, man, cut, leave. Leave him. <laughs> leave him. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it shot me so bad. Because mm. I'm like, that's your cousin. <laughs> he was like, man, if you ain't treating you like you're supposed to be treating me, you are a queen. He was like, you the real deal. Leave. Somebody else going to treat you right. <laughs> he said that to you because he knew your ass wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> 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 he knew your ass wasn't going nowhere. He just, he just gave you something know. you needed in that moment, though. He knew I was borderline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it be like that sometimes. This relate, like I said, this relationship shit is tough. It's tough, and it takes a it takes it takes two special people to come together mm-hmm. and actually try to build some shit together. It takes um a amount of like just selflessness. Mm-hmm. You can't be selfish and be in a relationship at all. It's gonna be sacrifices somebody gonna have to make. And uh, that's one of the things I'll be thinking about, too, when it comes to, like, marriage and stuff and, like, kids and shit. Like, who going to take the back seat? You know what I'm saying? And, like, like really be hands-on. Because somebody got to go get the bread. Yeah. And somebody got to goddamn raise, like, just be there and raise these kids. Have y'all not talked about that? We have a little bit, but she really, my girl don't want to have no kids. Uh. I do, though. So can y'all compromise with one? She just don't want one right now. She don't want it ain't one. Ain't got to be right now. I know, but she, 
literally last night she said, I don't have no desire to have a kid. Right. She said she don't mind being like a, like a godmama and like just shit like that, but she just don't want one. So do you just got to have a kid or you cool with not having I mean, you know, I got I got Blake, mm-hmm. uh, but I still want one f- with Bria, though. Mm-hmm. I want one with Bria. How old is Bria? She 26. She might change her mind. Yeah. Well, one of my friends, they they didn't want kids in life, mm-hmm. and they here they are with two. Yeah. Do you want kids? Yes. How many you want? Um, I say four. Four. But the older I get. <laughs> the lower the number becomes, yeah. cause I don't want to be forty having kids. I said too. I said too, cause it's a possibility one of my kids could come out goddamn off the hinge. Cause I got some crazy motherfuckers in my family, <laughs> and I be thinking about that shit. People don't be thinking about that type of shit, like yo, your genetics and your your you know your family history and shit like that. That shit matters. That yeah, matters. Matter. Cause I'm like I, I don't want to have goddamn. Three kids and one of them be goddamn off the hinges. Goddamn, I can't control. As long as most of our kids like me, we good. <laughs> like you, I don't know, Tony. You kind of crazy, goddamn. <laughs> I ain't crazy. <laughs> I just look at the world from a different view. Yeah. So, are you are so you excited about the marriage though? I am. I really am. You happy? And it's funny because like way before we even thought about talking, people used to tell us we're going to end up together and stuff. Yeah. And then as we've been going through marriage counseling, we've yeah. been prophesied that, like, our relationship is something both of our families yeah. need. Yeah. So. I always knew you was going to be his wife, though. Like How do you know that? Yeah, you can just tell, like, you know, like, you know. I'm older than him, so I'm I'm, I'm older than both of y'all, so I'm just sitting back watching y'all. So I always knew, like, you was going to be his wife. Yeah, he couldn't get no better than me, though. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm happy for y'all. Like I said, uh, I wish y'all the best. And I, and I I really think it'll work out. It'll work out. I know. We, he, he ain't got no choice but to. Yeah. yeah, as long as y'all growing together. What's the dynamic like, though? What's... Uh, what, is he is, is he easy going? Is he is he you know? I'm easy. Going. You easy going? He's more of a firm person. Firm person. I'm just like hands on. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like whatever. Long as I get what I want out of it, I'm cool. With it, it works. Shit, <laughs> especially if he, like he taking lead and you like you cool or whatever. Shit, mm-hmm. that works. You ain't you ain't being apprehensive about shit. That shit works. That shit works. So I got a question for you. What's up? Um, I be seeing people on social media talk about the financial dynamic. Yeah. Like, the men need to take care of the household. Yeah. And some people are okay with 50-50. What's your view on it? My view, my perspective, and it's kind of based off ego for me. Mm-hmm. I like providing. I want to pay all the rent. I want to pay, well, pay most of the rent. I want to pay, you know, all the light bills and shit like that. The light bill, you know, the all the utility shit, like, because it just make me feel better as a man. But I think people should do whatever works for them and keep folks out your business. Motherfucker ain't got to know that shit, y'all going 50-50 or whatever the case may be, or, you know, he paying most of the rent, you just throw him a little bit on the rent. Like, people ain't got to do whatever works for you. Yeah. That's what matters. And I think that's where society get lost. It, um, a lot of females feel like, 
If he ain't paying all the bills, I don't want to be with him. No. Lot, see. It's, it's teamwork. Yeah. So, okay, within my parents' relationship, how, how I saw everything go, mm-hmm. like, when I was younger, like, my parents didn't have all they have now. Like, right. they, I never wanted for nothing. Right. Let's make that clear. But the dynamics with their financial situation was a little different. Mm-hmm. Like, my daddy covered the mortgage and the major bills, and right. my mama paid utilities. Mm-hmm. But now, as I'm an adult, my daddy covered everything. But if my mama had not stepped in and helped him in right. those earlier years, he would not be in the financial place he is right. now. So, therefore, sometimes you have to help your man, you know, financially. Like, it's okay to pay some utilities. Mm-hmm. It, honestly, I personally feel like if your man trying to go out and make moves to where that he might need you to cover everything for a little while and you're in the financial position to cover everything for mm-hmm. a little while and the moves that he's making, it's going to put you in a better financial yeah. position. Then cover that for a little while because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he going to come back and take care of everything. So why not make that sacrifice? Exactly. I hate when I see, like, because I, I be on Twitter and Reddit and, sh- and shit like that, TikTok. Mm-hmm. You see stories of uh, how a man was paying for everything, then he fuck around, get laid off. All of a sudden, it's automatic disconnect. Like, damn, was you even, like, there for him in the first place, or you just wanted, like, to be taken care of? Like, you really didn't want that man. A lot of these women give with people for financial stability. Yeah, these motherfuckers be needing help. Yep. (laughs) They be want a sponsor. They literally need a help me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And and, and it all be based off, I call it, like, uh, survival. Like, Mm -hmm. to them, if, if it ain't beneficial, it's artificial. Yep. I stay away from people that's, that, that that was raised off of survival. Yep. And to me personally, when you see somebody going through a divorce, you can tell who was there for love and who was there for financial yeah. reasons. Because these people, they be there for financial reasons when they going through a divorce. They straight go for the money. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they try to hurt you. Uh-huh. But if somebody's truly there for love, they're going to be like, it's whatever. It don't matter. Yep. It don't matter. You know, it, 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 it'll be, it, uh, divorce is always messy, but it'll be a little easier. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't no, when two people love each other unconditionally and, and things, you know, go array or we got to go our separate ways. It's like you deal with them with, uh, you know, you delicate when we come to their feelings and stuff. Like you make sure, you know, they okay. Like I always say it if, if I come into a lot of money and me and my wife got a divorce and stuff like that, I'm going to make sure she's straight. Not because, like, you know, I'm just on some other shit. It's just I genuinely she cared about her. And like, she held it down. And she held it down. She was with me in those moments, you know. I was shooting in the gym, so shit, I'm going to break off when we, you know, divorce. And that's only right. Yeah, like. Ain't nobody got to be greedy if you're, and honestly, if you truly do love a person, you're mm-hmm. not about to be greedy. Like, you want them to be okay when y'all not together as well. Yeah. But personally, ain't no divorce in me. So, this was my next question. How do you feel about divorce? Ain't no divorce in me. It's over with. It's over with. Nothing. Like, y'all gonna work through that shit. Yeah. Well, let me not say that. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I know it's levels to this shit what? now. Because me, personally, if you out here cheating and wild now, baby, you ain't finna have me out here looking stupid. He, he might need to watch out if you do shit like that. I'm sure you probably try to stab his ass or something. <laughs> I know you light-skinned motherfuckers crazy. Uh, 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 <laughs> I am completely sane. Well, yeah, so that's I f- that's how I feel about divorce too. It's like, hey, 
we rocking together. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, what we doing? Like, unless, it, it, if it's, it's fucking up with my mental, though, I got to keep my mental. Like, yeah. like I can't. I can't be going crazy because you out here making me go crazy. I was going to say, the only thing I feel like that would mess with me mentally, though, is if you out here just wild and, like, Mm -hmm. you out here coding and talk to everything, like, I'm not going for that. Because, like, to me personally, like, you're a different type of person if you out here cheating on your wife. Or your um, husband, because you took this oath with God. Yeah, you saying you don't care about none of that. Yeah, like you spitting yeah. in God's face. Yeah, th- that's what I always say. That you know the boyfriend girlfriend shit. It's like it's okay, it's cool. But when we when we get married and we bind by law, this is not even God. We bind by law. Yeah, no. that's a different level. It's like we got to respect each other. We got to take care of each other. Like we in this shit together for real. We depending on each other. Like, and that's why I tell men that like. Keep that lust shit in check. Like mm-hmm. I get it. Like it's fine women everywhere. I get it. It's shit rough. We are we we are built to be attracted to women. You know what I'm saying? But right. when you stop leading with lust, you don't make those mistakes. Yeah. You keep that lust in check. You gotta I don't care if it's like you find religion, shit, you working out all the time. Like you gotta keep that shit in check because lust will li- literally destroy you as a man. You will find yourself in positions that you can't get out of. And the reality about the lusting, mm-hmm. like, half of the time the women you're lusting over, they ain't even half of the woman you're with. Yeah. Yeah. You fuck around, go do some bullshit, lose your woman now. I know when Brie will be gone, I can't, I don't even know what shit is sometimes. Like, well, where you where you put this at? Like, I be lost without her. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think about those little things. Like, you know, I can't lose that. Yeah. I can't lose that. So. It's a, di- it's a different. Like, it's different yeah. when you're actually with somebody and you're spending your day-to-day life with them. It's a little different. That that was a, that was a game changer for me from when we moved in, to each, when we moved in with each other. Because like, I'm the type of person, I love solitude. Mm-hmm. I love being by myself. I can be by myself. I'm talking about not even hours, days, weeks. It's cool. And it's like, she the type of person, we got to be up under each other all the time. Like, we got to. You know, she just had to be touching me. You know what I'm saying? Just, just woman shit. Like, just, just wo- Because that's what most women be on. <laughs> With me anyway, just, you know, I'm like a big teddy bear to their ass. You know, they always got to be under me. Like, I, it's just, sometimes it's just my presence presence alone just had to be in the house. Yeah. You know, she was like, it feel weird without you in here when you coming home. Like, it should feel weird without you, you know, so. But I had to get used to that. I was so used to solitude. And now it's just like shit every day. Come home, she there. Cause she work from home. I come home from work, she there. She get up in the morning, she there. Like so, I had to adjust to that. Cause I love my solitude. Go to a different room. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cause I'm cool as long as you're in the house. But when it's time to go sleep, when I'm ready to go sleep, I need you in the bed. (laughs) That's what I don't like either, though. Like when when y'all ready to go to bed, why the fuck we gotta come to bed? I mean. Just come to bed till I go to sleep. You can get up I don't once be, I go to sleep. Well, if I'm watching a nice little movie now, I got to get Watch it in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's so annoying to me. I got to get in the bed because you in the bed. That shit is so fucking annoying. But, yeah, it's been uh, it's been nice talking talking to you, Tom. This has been a good-ass conversation. I mean, we always have good yeah, especially just on camera. Yeah, now. especially off camera. This shit get I real off camera. Say, this ain't nothing compared yeah. to what we normally do. It's unscripted off camera. It's like this shit is real. Shit get real off camera. But, yeah.
Thank you for coming on and just spending time with me today. No problem. This is the Chop by T podcast where we get real, raw, authentic conversation.